you have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Today's Sunday, June 14th. Welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We've got Democrats pandering in the media, racism, defunding police, Democratic cities. Got a lot to talk about today. So let's look at what's going on in our country right now. Obviously, you know, we've got many demonstrations still going on. Last night in Atlanta, a person was killed by the police. Uh, there was more rioting in Atlanta. We burned a Wendy's in Atlanta because uh, somehow that justified uh, social justice was to burn a Wendy's. Um, so we look all around the country. We still have lots of things going on in this country. Uh, let's look at Seattle. So Seattle has a neighborhood that's been blocked off. The police have abandoned the police precinct and apparently they're no longer part of the united states they've got their own little section or they've got it fenced off so if you happen to live in there you're just out of luck they have people with guns checking people in and out it's called a no uh, safe zone or free zone or whatever they want to call it this is ludicrous people this is ludicrous that this mayor of seattle allows this to go on in fact, in a press conference on Thursday, she compared the takeover of this neighborhood to a summer block party. I don't know. I've been to a lot of summer block parties uh, in my town in Omaha, um, and never have we cordoned off neighborhoods with, with gates and fence and put armed guards and checked IDs to get into a block party. The audacity of these mayors and these Democrats to spin all that's going on is anything but what it is, is is just sickening. A block party, really? A block party compares to the occupation of a six-block area in Seattle. And God forbid you live in that area. You have a house there. You have a business there. You know, they're extorting business people, making them pay for the privilege of having a business where they've had their business all along. Why is there no action by, one, the mayor of the city to allow this lawlessness to go on, or two, the governor of Washington? Why do you think that is, folks? I'll give you a minute to think about it. It's because they're Democrats. It's a Democratic mayor. It's a Democratic city. It's a Democratic governor. You know, we're seeing this in these cities all over the country. Chicago, Seattle, Atlanta where the problems continue and continue. And why is this? Because we've got Democratic leadership from the top down. We've got Democratic governor, Democratic attorney general, Democratic district attorneys, Democratic mayors. And these cities are suffering. These cities are suffering some of the worst violence, some of the worst rioting. And why is that President Trump's fault? Why is that my fault because I'm white? If anybody can explain that to me, please let me know how any of this is my fault. Look at Minneapolis. You have a Democratic mayor. You have a Democratic police force. You've got a Democratic district attorney. 
you got a Democratic governor. And these systematic problems are happening in Minneapolis because of who's in control. You know, we continue to find out about this police officer who was written up, you know, over over 15 times and was never once charged or brought to justice by Amy Klobuchar. Now, you remember Amy Klobuchar. She's a failed candidate for the Democratic presidential nomination. She dropped out of the race. But this person was never charged. These Democrats allowed this environment to foster, to fester, and then it exploded in their faces. And suddenly it's Trump's fault. It's President Trump's fault. Because you can't control your city. You can't control your people. You can't put policies in. You can't do anything because you're worried about being canceled. People, it's time we give up on these cancel culture warriors. All they're doing is destroying our country as we know it. Time and time again, you look over history. You cannot destroy history. It will not make it go away. Tearing down statues doesn't make it go away. You know, in Massachusetts, they uh, attack some Civil War monument, and it was, in fact, to a black person who served in the Civil War and did many great things in the Civil War, but they don't even know that. Millennials, this younger culture, they have no idea about history, what history means, what it stands for. Just everything's bad. Everything's bad. We can't examine things as they are. So let's tear down everything. Let's rewrite history. This is George Orwell, 1984, all over again. It's not possible, people. We can't get rid of history. We need to learn from history. Why in Poland do they still have two concentration camps up instead of burying them to the ground so nobody forgets, so people don't forget what happened? You know, this has been going on long enough now. If, if we need change and we need to talk, then we need to quit the rioting, the looting, the defund the police. You know, I remember early in Trump's presidency when he initiated the travel ban for several countries that were, in fact, on Obama's no-travel list, that suddenly we shouldn't judge one Muslim for all Muslims. So you guys remember the Democrats saying that you can't judge one person, blah, blah, blah. But now the same Democrats are screaming to fund the police because all cops are racist. Because of one cop, all cops are racist. I mean, who's getting tired of this? I am so tired of the left flip-flopping, not being able to take a stand. Either it's Me Too all the time, either it's racism all the time. Either it's this or that. You know, we can't judge all Muslims. Well, then we can't judge all cops. We can't judge all police officers on the basis of one person's behavior if we can't judge all Muslims. So the hypocrisy and the fact that nobody questions these people in the Democratic pandering news. Once again, if you're a journalist, you're a joke. Nobody asks these people any questions. Why aren't people in Amy Klobuchar's face right now? Why didn't you charge this cop? Why did you let this environment continue? Why did you let it foster? Why aren't they talking to the mayor of Minneapolis? Why did you let this allow this to continue? These people need to be held accountable, not the police. 
The people who made the decisions to not charge these people are the ones that they need to have the torch underneath them, and they need to have these questions asked of them. I mean, really, Minneapolis is voting to defund the police? So what happens? Can anybody explain to me what happens? They all think defunding the police is the best thing ever. Take money away from the police so they can't do their jobs. 911, what's your emergency? Somebody's breaking into my house and they have a gun. Oh, let me connect you to a social worker. Because we don't have police anymore. Why don't you just hug them and tell them everything's going to be okay and they won't steal your stuff? This is ludicrous, people. These democratic cities, these democratic politicians who have been in charge have allowed this environment to foster and fester. How is this the Republicans' fault? How is this President Trump's fault? It's not. It's the policies and the pandering to every single segment of society out there that has caused this to happen. It's not somebody being in office for three years. People, this has been around forever. This has been allowed to fester and foster in these democratic cities where there's no accountability, where no one holds anybody accountable, nobody charges anybody for anything. We just let everything slide under the table and hope it goes away. Well, now it's not going away. So where are the questions? Where are the tough questions for these people who have allowed this to continue? You know, I don't want to dial 911 and not have anybody come. You know, and then they're doing an interview with the mayor of Minneapolis, and she says that it's, it's we're privileged to call 911. It's white privilege to call 911 and have a cop come. In my town in Omaha, you dial 911 anywhere in the city, the police are going to respond. They don't care. It's not white privilege to expect you call 911 and they respond. That's their job. That's what they get paid to do. I'm not going to apologize for being born. I'm not going to apologize for being born white. I'm not going to apologize for working hard. I'm not going to apologize for obeying the law. I'm not going to apologize for paying my taxes. I'm not going to apologize for treating others the way I want to be treated. I'm not going to be held responsible for being a good person you know but yet you look at hollywood and now everybody's taping all these messages and oh forgive me for being white and oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm not i'm not going to claim responsibility for that i treat everybody the way i want to be treated i'm not going to apologize for being white i'm not going to be apologized for for working hard that's life people I'm tired of people carrying around this crutch. Oh, poor me, poor me. I need to be segmented. I need to be told that I'm this. I need to be told that I'm that. And then I can use that as a crutch so I really don't ever have to lift myself up and do any work to make myself better. You know, people, you've got to work hard. You've got to rise above this. You've got to be better then. But we've lost that in our society today. We have simply lost that in our society today. It's easier for people to have a crutch to blame somebody else. Oh, the teacher this, the teacher that. You know, we're seeing these colleges now calling for professors' heads because they're tweeting, you know, that there isn't that about racism. Or they're discussing it. We're, we're having a 26-year professor at UCLA is being fired from his job because he tweeted something about this. Because they got 500 students to sign a petition, this man is losing his job. I'm sorry that you don't like my opinion. Your opinion isn't a right. 
I don't beat you up because of your opinion. I don't burn you because of your opinion. I don't loot you because of your opinion. I don't spit on you because of your opinion. I don't throw bricks at your head because of your opinion. I let you have your opinion because that's what this country is based on. And I have my opinion too. Just because my opinion doesn't agree with yours doesn't mean that it's wrong. Doesn't mean that I should be canceled. Doesn't mean that I should be called a racist, a xenophobe, a sexist. That's not how society works. You know, I trace this all back to participation trophies. Oh, Johnny, everybody's number one. Here's a trophy for the whole team. Good job. Yay. That's not how life works, people. That is not how life works at all. There's only one number one. You got to work hard to be there. You got to put in your time. You got to put in the effort. Things just aren't handed to you. But that's the society we've become. We have a younger generation that doesn't know how to work. That doesn't know how to be on time. That has no work ethic. That can't put down their phones. That don't know history. That don't have any basis of education, even though they've gone to a four-year accredited college. Because of the BS that's being put into their heads by these liberal teachers, and we're not learning the real history. We're trying to rewrite history every day by tearing stuff down. The 1619 Project by the New York Times that claims everything in America is racist. We can't rewrite history. History has happened. We have to learn from it. We have to move forward. But you've got to be responsible for yourself. You can't keep holding on to this, that I'm being discriminated against. I'm, I'm part of the fringe of society. I'm this, I'm that. No, you're not. You're a human being. You're a person. I'm going to treat you just like anybody else. You need to treat me just like anybody else. You need to treat me the way you want to be treated. By burning and looting my businesses and neighborhoods, that's not a very good way to treat somebody who has nothing to do with what you're opposed of. These people are victims. Once again, there's nothing about the victims of this. We have police officers being, being gunned down. We have other people being killed by protesters. We have innocent people who own businesses being burned to the ground. These businesses barely survived the so-called coronavirus epidemic. And now their businesses burn to the ground because we're upset about racism in America. You know, it's not my fault. I'm not going to apologize for being who I am. You know, then earlier this week we see the Democrats putting on African garb and kneeling. If that isn't a slap in the face to the African-American community to black people in this country, I don't know what is. Can you imagine if President Trump would have put on a colorful garb like that and knelt down? He would have been eviscerated. He would have been, been accused of cultural appropriation. But yet these Democrats do it. Can, can people not see that they're pandering to whatever is going to get them elected again, but they have no real plan to make America better. No real plan to help with the racism. You know, how can you be a senator or a congressman and actually believe that defunding the police is the way to go? How can you be a Democrat and actually agree that this is okay? How can you be a Democrat who's been in power for 30 years turn around and blame somebody who's been in there for three for racism in America. You can't. 
These people have done nothing. These people have destroyed these cities. I don't I don't want to move. I would never I'm probably never going to go to Minneapolis again now. I have no reason to. I don't feel safe there now because they're going to defund the police. Businesses are leaving Minneapolis because the mayor won't step in. What's going to happen to Seattle now? We're just going to let people occupy neighborhoods without anybody stepping in, without anybody doing their job. Without anyone taking accountability for others' actions. You know, two wrongs don't make a right. I mean, do people not know that anymore? My grandma taught me that. When I was like five years old, 1973, two rights don't make a wrong. Because you feel you've been wrong doesn't mean you can go out and commit a wrong against somebody else. It means you should take the higher road. You should let people know how you've been wrong. You should petition. You should get news stories. You should protest peacefully. You should do it the right way. Not burning, not looting, not murdering police. Not occupying peaceful neighborhoods. It's time this country has a gut check, people. A big gut check. Are we going to continue to allow this to happen? If you live in one of these cities, how can you allow this to happen? I, I'm, just, I'm just tired of this. They just let it happen, and nobody questions them. Nobody puts, puts a fire under them to make them justify why they're doing what they're doing. We just simply accept that it's okay to do. That this is okay. This is normal behavior now to occupy a neighborhood. It's a block party. This is normal behavior to kill someone. It's normal behavior to loot. No, it's not. This is not acceptable behavior, people. And being a part of a society, there are certain norms and guidelines. Enough's enough. You know, I'm still waiting. we got about another week here to see if everybody catches the coronavirus yet from all these. All these protests, all these seven funerals for a gentleman with an extensive criminal record. What happened to him, people, was extremely wrong. But he's certainly not the poster child or doesn't deserve the eulogies that he received. He was a troubled person who had continuous trouble with the law. But what happened to him was wrong. He should not have been treated that way. But people, you got to take responsibility for yourself. One wrong doesn't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Simple logic. But that's what we're missing in our country now. If I can scream loudest, then my opinion is right. That's not how America was founded. That's not what America is about. People, remember to treat people the way you want to be treated. Remember to be nice to people. Remember to give these businesses a break. Hold the door open for somebody. Say hello to somebody in the morning. Let somebody cut in front of you in traffic instead of speeding up. Do one selfless thing this week and see how much better you feel. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.